You're listening to the Pastors Podcast of Mission City Fellowship of San Antonio, Texas. Mission City Fellowship exists to make and mature disciples of Christ who live all of life for the glory of God and proclaim Christ for the joy of all people. You can find more resources like this one at missioncityfellowshipsa.org. All right, thanks for joining us for the Pastors Podcast of Mission City Fellowship. Pastor Phil here, joined with... Pastor Rob. Pastor Rob. Uh, we have had our elders meeting, our first week's elder gathering this week, and we thought, all right, uh, we have some ideas on a podcast today, so we're going to record that. But before we get to that, our, our first week is devoted to spending time together relationally, maybe having a meal together, which we did. We had lunch together and intentionally moving towards one another in relationship. And that plays out in enjoying things together. That plays out in um, caring for one another, checking in. How are you doing? What about this area of your heart or mind? Are you struggling in an area? Um, so we, we purpose that the first week. But as a part of that, we, we also just seek to enjoy things together. And so, so in light of that, I know you enjoy the Spurs along with me, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the Spurs season has kicked off. And how would you say the Spurs are faring thus far? I, you know, I see a lot of things to be encouraged by. I actually went to sleep. I didn't see the ending of the game last uh -huh. night. So oh. I woke up and was shocked because I thought they were going to get blown out again. Yeah. That's how it looked. They were down by 20 yeah. at one point. So I was like very, very pleased when yeah. I got up this morning. Came back, won the game in the last closing seconds. They were down by 20 at or one five, or, Yeah, down by quarter. 20. Came back and the closing five seconds, they were down by four, I think, or down by three. Yeah. Something like that. But they ended up winning. They stole the ball, won. Yeah. yeah very when cool. I think I read they went on an 18 and seven run to win the game. Nice. Nice. Very cool. From the youngest team in the NBA. Yeah. That's the youngest team now. The yeah, there's NBA. nothing but up, you know. Yeah. Everything is just super encouraging. Yeah. When their best player is a 19-year-old kid, <laughs> yeah. that's exciting. That's pretty exciting. That's crazy. He is. He's phenomenal. It, it is pre pretty incredible to watch him play. Yeah. And he's just beginning. He, he is really good. Yeah. And but we love it, man. So, so we like to go to Mark's outing. Uh, we try maybe a, a couple times a, a month to yeah. go to Mark's outing on a Friday night. We have Friday family fun night. We try to go out as a family and enjoy something. Um, so Mark's outing, they have a, a mural painted of Wimby Yama on the side there. And I guess he came, he went and visited them oh. and took a picture from the, like with French media and all kinds of stuff. It's really cool. Very cool, right? So the girls know who Wimby Yama is. They probably don't know who Michael Jordan is. In fact, I think just the other day they actually asked me who is Michael Jordan. <laughs> but they know who Victor Wimbenyama is, which yeah. is pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. You got to indoctrinate them early. <laughs> give them Christ. Give them the gospel. Give them spurs. Give them spurs. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we enjoy things together. So, but, so that kind of leads me to a part of growing together is knowing one another and enjoying together right mm -hmm. so part of growing together is enjoying together mm -hmm. i think if we just purposed our relationship around 
constant growth in this. And now we're always growing, you know, but if it was always just tell me about your sin, tell right. me about this. Yeah. I think there could be a temptation to, to maybe not care as much about each right. other. So th I think there has to be a healthy blend of, of growing and enjoying. Well, it makes your relationship one dimensional too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just not, it's not all who we are. Right. So. Th there you go. Part of, part of, having a genuine intentional relationship is caring about all that who we are yeah. right yeah and and it, and it goes both ways if we if it was all enjoyment but we never got down to genuine conversation yeah. and where are we struggling how can we pray that wouldn't be good either yeah so it's kind of yeah. both ways it's a balance we, we talk about that so much in our church i think a healthy balanced yeah. faith you know I think we we are pursuing that. Yeah. I mean, even even before we had our our lunch together, that was part of the prayer that we just prayed, right? Like, yeah. don't, Lord, don't just let us be co-laborers. We want to be that, yeah. not just co-workers, but brothers and friends. So pursuing that. Well, we spent what the first fifteen minutes talking about gardening today. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> Which, yeah. See, getting to hear about you and Terry's enjoyment of gardening. Well, and, Terry's enjoyment. There you go. <laughs> Terry's enjoyment, your labor. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but that was good. And, it, and I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed hearing that. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think knowing each other. Um, and, and then that leads to expressions of affection. So, for example, if I know that you guys like gardening and what types of things you like to plant, then who's to say just one day I might show up? with a plant and or with seeds for that particular plant or, but it also gives me a way of, to ask how that's going and to take yeah. interest in what you're interested in absolutely and, yeah. and why would we do that i think that kind of leads us into our segue yeah. of some of the, yeah. the, the intentional redemptive relationships we've talked about that you've preached on it um i think we we, we preach on it actually regularly without talking about right it, yeah right it's it, it's in everything it's, yeah it's yeah. in everything how does the gospel, the life, death, resurrection of Christ, inform our relationships? That's at, that's at the heart of it, right? So knowing one, other, one another, enjoying, mm -hmm. taking uh, or having affection for one another, taking interest in one another. And does, isn't that what Christ has done? Yeah. I'm descended. The God of the universe has come into our world, it injected himself into our life. Yeah taken interest in us, yeah. generously loved us and sacrificed for us, knows us. We hear that the shepherd, the sheep, yep. knows us. Yeah. I think how that informs then our relationships. Yeah. So so a light of that, in light of that, I ask you a question, let you talk for a while here, brother. How or what, so if we are doing, intent, having intentional redemptive relationships, you and I, Purposing that yeah. first week, especially we do it right. beyond that, but purposing it. Yeah. What is uh, unpack that a little bit? Intentional yeah. relationships. What can that look like for our people? Yeah, that's that's um, just that phrase. Intentional redemptive relationship. That's that's just that's loaded with so much. I mean, the intention part is that nobody accidentally slides into these kinds of redemptive relationships. Yes. You've got to go after them. Yes. And you can't just wait. 
you have a responsibility to go and engage with people. We're not going to have the same deep level of relationship with everybody, but we can have some level of relationship with, yeah. with everybody. Mm -hmm. And we have to go after that. And I, I, mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of this comes from, I was saying out of Hebrews, and you were on reference the the sermon. Did you? No, you, you go ahead. Go ahead. When was that? I, I don't remember. Oh, boy. Uh, June 4th. June 4th, I preached on intentional redemptive relationships. And I think what I'm about to share, some of that was in that sermon, if you wanted to go back and listen to it again. Yes. Because that is part of what we want to pursue and become as a church family. But basically part of that teaching was out of Hebrews 3. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. That's that's so important and formative when we talk about intentional redemptive relationship. Because there are, there are a number of means of grace. The Spirit of God builds redemptive relationships uh, and, and is obviously actively involved in our sanctification. Uh, the Word of God is essential to our sanctification but that passage is talking about the people of god mm. it's the people of god that are so essential mm. in our growing in christ likeness mm. and if we are not in those kinds of relationships where people know us our our good things our hobbies our our sins or whatever we don't let people in mm. then it's very easy for our sanctification just to be so deep and not mm -hmm. really go to the deeper things of our heart because it's easy to project images for people. It's easy to, phrase I heard a long time ago, to try to cultivate other people's opinions of us by how we live and what we say. Mm -hmm. And so redemptive relationships are those you know somebody well enough, mm. you care about them, you understand uh, the work of Christ in your life, you understand that God's at work in their life. Mm -hmm. What does that look like to come alongside each other? Because sin is deceitful. Mm -hmm. And it does harden, and it 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 is it again. This passage is, you know, what it's pushing for us is we need the people of God, mm. as well as certainly the Spirit and the Word, and so mm. that's that's some of what what fuels this. Um, well, I love that because sometimes, so for example, Ephesians two communicates this very thing. And I, I think it also draws out where we struggle. So Ephesians 2, the first, oh boy, I don't know. I might have to pull it up. The first half, I'll say that, the first half verses speak about our personal redemption, our salvation right. in Christ. And it's very personal. It's us and the Lord. Yeah. And we tend to stop there, especially in Texas. It's just me and God. There's a song that I joke about. I think Josh Turner, a country song. It's just me and God. And we, but we live that way. We live as if it's just only me right. and God. But then it's like we don't read the rest of right. Ephesians chapter 2. The rest of Ephesians chapter 2 talks about the household of God, the family of God, the, the temple that's being built. It's the people being brought together right. that displays the glory of God and his goodness and that the Lord is using in that redemption to continue to sanctify us. Exactly what you just said. But we miss that. We, we stay at the first half of Ephesians 2 when we need all of Ephesians too. God is using people. Um, yeah. I think, I think the, the, the Christian life 
this is something that we have to constantly be pushing in. Because for all of us, there's a temptation and, and there's moments where we need purposeful time away from people, right? The Lord yeah. often removed himself from the sure. crowds of people and spent time in prayer. Right. Uh, we need, we're whole people, so we need rest. We need quiet. We need prayerful moments with the Lord. You know, we need that. Right. But we, we also need the other half when we are with people, engaging people, pursuing people, allowing people then to pursue us and, and be in our lives. So, um, and I think we have to constantly balance that out. I, I think I, I, I often think the Christian life, often we are wrestling with those two yeah. things. Like we're not, we're either not getting enough time with the Lord or we're not getting enough time with people. Right. Well, and, and we would want to recognize in this too, there are different personality types. Some people are energized by being around people. Some people yeah. are depleted. Yeah. And neither one of those are better or worse. Yeah. It's just, we are different in this. My wife yeah. is, she she loves people wants to be around people but but she has to get away from people to recharge yes so she can come back and engage yeah so that's just wisdom yeah and understanding those things there are other people like they get depleted when they're not around people they right love being around people they just love the, the vibe they love the feeling and and in redemptive relationships what's going on there yeah so yeah i think you're right that yeah that gets it's it's that balance between both of those things. Yeah. We have to keep pushing on and knowing what is our tendency, right? What is our personal tendency uh, to do that? And, and so then the church, when we gather, we have purposeful moments of gathering together, fellowship groups, Sunday morning, greeting time, prayer meeting, you know, mm -hmm. and then we're encouraging organic gatherings, like right. gather together. And yeah. that'll, we'll get more to that in a second. But we, we have to, not give in to those temptations in those moments to just withhold ourselves from others or almost even put up a, a, a hand to others as they try to engage us. Like, no, we're the Lord broke through the barriers of separation. That's what Ephesians is talking about. So that now we can be joined to him and his people. You know, I, I probably in an ideal world or an ideal church, which <laughs> We're not, and there is no ideal church because it's just made up of, of sinners. But you, we would all be in redemptive relationships where we're in a relationship with someone who's a few steps ahead of us in the faith. Yeah. And we're in a relationship also with someone who's a few steps behind us. So mm. We don't always control that. That'd be a great thing to pray. Brother, I think that's excellent because I think, well, again, getting to the balance thing. So... The Christian life is about discipleship. Disciples, we are made into disciples who then have to keep growing. So we need those who are maybe ahead of us to help us grow. But we're also disciples making other disciples. And so we need those relationships that maybe others, that maybe require more of us mm -hmm. to love a little more and need a little bit less. Right. And I think we're probably drawn most to those, just those relationships where we receive from people. Yeah. But the reality is we need both. We, we should be in relationships where we can receive. And then we should be in relationships where we are the ones giving. Yeah. And it's constantly, that's the Christian life. Yeah. yeah. And I, for pastors, it's important for us to have that too. Yes. And I yes. think one of the things I love about Solving Grace is we have that in the mm. fellowship of pastors 
in the region yeah. and just the connections that are there where yeah you have people speaking or daryl or yeah right because as pastors pastors get isolated yep and that's a bad thing yeah you're right you're right so that's why yeah we need this we need this. so even us trying to pursue this with one another right obviously yeah. is intentional like we are sheep before we're shepherds right. um I think it's excellent. I think, uh, church, if we could just speak directly to this, you know, I, there could be the tendency, and I, I, you know, it's so funny, where we could be praying, like, I just want more relationships, and I, I, I need more friendships. All the while, we're praying that, and then we're standing next to people on Sundays, and we don't talk to them, you know? Yeah. Those relationships have been provided in the local church. Yeah. And so we must move towards people and as we all mutually do that then there should be a mutual pursuit of one another right, right? yeah um, it's not easy it's not it easy can be messy yes but christ is in it yes that's excellent bro that's a good summary to maybe end on even it's not easy sometimes it's messy but christ is in it it's excellent why don't we end there I think that was excellent, brother. So let's pray for that then. So that, that, that's the call. Let's leave with this. Pray that for yourself. Let's pray that for ourselves. Lord, give us strength through your spirit to move towards each other. Give us courage to move beyond our, our, our self-awareness. Give us courage to enter into relationships again. Or maybe we've been hurt in the past or we could be hurt again. And, um, it's kind of, I, well, no, that's a silly illustration. I'm full of silly illustrations. We'll keep moving. <laughs> so Lord, would you, would you help us to do that? So we need to pray for that. Lord, help us be a church that's constantly moving towards these redemptive relationships. And then pray for others. Pray for yourself and pray for others to be moving towards these relationships together. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right, church. We wish Sunday was tomorrow. Yes. But we'll wait. <laughs> kind of have to. Bless, blessings. Go in the, the strength of the Lord as you move it towards others in intentional, redemptive relationships. Grace and peace.